At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our grain-free stews. The only pet food with Red Barn Bully Sticks. Blog Talk Radio. Cow. Meep. Beast in the trap, beast in the trap, beast in the trap. 
Man I'm out in Texas, man I'm out in Ape Town Then I'm up in Shot Town, or Miami shutting down It's that New Orleans, it's LA or the Bay It's New York, Philly, and the whole DMV I'm a Detroit player, man it's North South Cat Ohio, Pittsburgh, got St. Louis on deck It's Delaware, Connecticut, it's New Jersey Got hella bricks, it's Queens, Brooklyn, and yeah They rallin', Bronx, Harlem, and Staten Island Bitches ain't shit, and they ain't saying nothing A hundred motherfuckers can't tell me nothing I bees in the trap, bees, bees in the trap I bees in the trap, bees, bees in the trap call-in advice show for anyone and everyone out there. Yes, even you. Yes, you. You guys, are any of you out there sad, lonely, perhaps gay, maybe uh, straight, bisexual, newly single? Are you a cutter? Are you a shit talker? Are you a total high school nerd who grips the straps of your dorky, dumb Jansport backpack that's like covered in whiteout and patches for dumb, stupid bands way too tight? Are you just like sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom right now, binge eating and picking at your face? Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Uh, Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of that desperate thing you did at that party last weekend? Hey, you're not alone. We've all been there. (sighs) Are your friends total fucking assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face? Ugh, I know. Oh my God! And and it doesn't just uh, it doesn't end in high school. It just keeps going. It's called real life. But you know we'll figure it out. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Is the guy or girl you like not responding to all your text messages, all your Facebook posts, all your retweets, and or your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit! Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast? Masquerading as a legitimate radio show? Then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is. All right? Boy Crazy Radio should be considered your new home away from home, your new safe haven, a little cubby hole that you can crawl into and feel totally at ease in and understood and heard and all the other things that make you feel cozy and comfortable and wanting to be here. All right? So pick up your smartphone and dial this number to get through 646. 646- Three seven eight zero six four nine. Let me, Alexi Celine Wasser, be the shoulder that you cry on, okay? Because all I want to do is be the big sister that you never knew you needed and wanted. God, guys, oh my God, where have we been? Where have you been? The show's happening. It feels like a, like an eon since we've all been here together. Uh, it was only last Wednesday we were here together with my awesome guest Shannon Sofman. Uh, 
and here we are again, only a week later, but I, I, I swear it feels like it's been a while. Um, my mom listens to the show. She is my number one fan, and she listened last week and uh, left me a really long voicemail. I should I should I should play it for you guys, but I'm not going to because I, I it's uh, we're not that technologically uh, advanced over here at Boy Crazy Radio. Plus, I forgot. I've been traveling a lot. I'm exhausted, and uh, maybe maybe you can hear it in my voice. But she left me a very long message, and it was really sweet. She was she was so cute, letting me know how different uh, Shannon and I were, but how lovely it was. The different, you know, that we complimented each other. So anyway, meanwhile, I just thought uh, I felt so bad for Shannon because she's so much more mellow than I am, and she's kind of like she's like a mellow, lovely hippie. And then I ask her to do the show, and she's never done it before, and she she's never heard it. And then the intro is like, Oh my God, this is crazy! Everybody, this is boy crazy radio. No way, I can't believe it! Ah! And then like my head explodes. And anyway, and uh, the essence of that intro compared to Shannon's essence, very different. Um, she should have been a guest this week when I'm exhausted after all my travels, which I want to tell you about. I had a crazy week. Uh, we are going to get to the, to, the, to the phone calls. It's very important. I also want to throw out uh, a few other avenues uh, and ways in which you can get through tonight to Boy Crazy Radio with your, with your query or whatever it is you're going through. If you have a question, a concern, a comment, whatever. Even if it's just to tell me how bad the sound quality is of the show, whatever. I would actually love for somebody to tell me about the sound quality. Um, yeah. You can tweet me your questions and your problems and what have you at Alexi Wasser, A-L-E-X-I-W-A-S-S-E-R. You can also send me a detailed email with all the pertinent information of your, your problem uh, to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. Subject big sis. All right. Very important to put big sis in the in the in the in the subject line because uh, that just makes it easier for me. And, that, and then chances are there's like a 99.999 percent that I'm gonna read your question during the show. I mean it's not simple. Just put big sis there in the subject line. And you know what? If you can't follow directions as simple as that, that's probably the cause of many problems in your life. So think about that too. Um, that's neither here nor there. The point of tonight is. We're going to talk. We're going to, we're going to feel less alone together. We're going to communicate. We're uh, going to take phone calls. I'm going to get to the phone calls first, and then I'm going to, I'm going to uh, talk to you about what I experienced this week because, uh, yeah, it was a lot of stuff. Anyway, okay, here we go. Area code 830. You're on Boy Crazy Radio. This is exciting. First call of the night. What's your name? How old are you and where are you calling from? And then get into your problem. That goes for everybody else calling in tonight. That's where we're going to start. Hello? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chelsea, and I'm from Texas. This is exciting. You're already following the rules perfectly. You seem like a great person. I don't even know what your problem could be. Uh, how old are you, and what's your problem? <laughs> I'm 21. Um, let's see. I've been breaking up with my ex-boyfriend for, like, over a year, since, like, last summer. And I've already moved on. I started talking to a guy actually in L.A. It's really weird. He, like, Wait, contacted me first and... Wait, what did you say? Huh? You met a guy in L.A. and you hooked up with a guy in L.A.? What's that? No, I haven't hooked up with him yet, but I'm supposed to go out. Um, actually, in like three weeks, he's paying for my ticket. It's kind of weird, but we Skype, so it's cool. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm, I'm already nervous. But go on. Start, start at the beginning. Like, what's, what, what, what's happening with you and your, your kind of ex-boyfriend, he, kind of not ex-boyfriend? My ex-boyfriend just won't, he just won't get over me. Like, 
he'll leave me alone, but it's been going on for almost a year. He'll keep calling me. Like, honestly, he was calling me like 12 times already, emails, oh and I haven't blocked. Oh, my God. I'm just but like, you're, you're single. I don't know what to do. Do you, like, do you respond to him? No. Like, I'll stop because, honestly, like, what can you do without my reaction, you know? But wait, wait, what did you wait? Sorry, you're. I can barely understand you. It's a little bit loud in my ear here. Oh wait, you said you do, okay. you do respond to you do do respond to him because no, you don't know no, what no. to do without your I reaction. I try not to, but then like he won't leave me alone. So I'm like, do I need to respond to you? I just don't know what to do about it because like he'll kind of like threaten me and be like, okay, you want to play games? And I'm like, we're broken up. I just don't know what to do with him. Like, should I ignore him? Like, should I just keep yeah. talking about my business? Fully ignore him. You know, you said it. As long as you've made it clear and said, listen, we're broken up and yeah. you're not giving me any space and you're kind of disrespecting me and this is not cool and we're broken up and you're giving me more reason to not want to be with you. So then and as long as you've made that clear and it sounds like you have, then just ignore him. Mm-hmm. Ignore him. True. I like Sometimes I feel bad about it. I'm like, because he makes, like, he'll, like, try playing mind games with me. You know what I mean? Because he wants me to feel bad that I'm ignoring him. But I'm like, I just want to know about that. Like, should I keep ignoring him and keep going on with my life? Because, like, I'm chill with my life right now. But it's just, like, he won't leave me alone. Like, am I doing I know, the wrong thing or am I doing the right thing? You're, yeah, you're, you're, you're part of it now. You're engaging with him. All you have to do is say something once, and then it's on him, and you've made yourself clear, and you don't have to feel guilty about it. Like, that's a weird thing. Right? Like, like, that's like... I feel like that's a girl thing. Wait, listen. I feel like that's a girl a girl thing where you feel like a need to please people or people please or something. So I feel yes. like I also feel like you are you're you're not even gonna listen to what I'm saying. Then you're gonna continue engaging with him for whatever reason. I just feel like the information is not gonna land. Like maybe you like the drama. Do you like the drama of it or something? Or what? No. It? No, that's what I'm calling you because like I want to know like. Get a second opinion because I don't really talk to people about it. So I was like, "Fuck it, I love you." So I'm gonna talk to you. Oh, that's sweet of you. Okay, well, here, yeah, <laughs> I, I honestly say like, you said it once, you said it twice, you said it ten times to him. You've given him the impression that you don't want to talk to him. But here's the thing: he's not hearing that. What he's noticing is he's noticing that if he keeps badgering you, you will return the call or you will return the text. Mm-hmm. So, so he just. You know, so you have to lead by example, and you just have to ice him out and completely cut off all contact. So he learns that even all the badgering is not getting you to respond, and um, that's you know, really, it's it makes you like him less. It makes you go, okay, cool, we're never getting back together. He's totally freaking out on me. So now let's talk about now that we know that you're just going to ignore the ex. What's going on with this guy that you're going to go fly to where to see? Like, who's this guy? I'm nervous. <laughs> you're nervous. <laughs> No, we Skype like it was super random. Like honestly, like he DM me and I'm not about DMs. I was like, uh, no. I ignored him for a month, and I was like, this is weird. But then I reached out to him. I was like, all right, like he seems chill because like I followed him on Instagram. And then like it was super weird. Like we hit it off just like super well. We Skyped many times, and we just hit it off. So I was like, okay, fuck it. Like how old is he? I'm a fan. Here's the funny thing. I'm all about DMs, and I'm not getting flown out somewhere across the country or wherever <laughs> you're going. Wait, well, you live in Texas. Where does he live? L.A.? Yeah. L.A. Okay. How old is he? He's 26. He's 26, and is there any mutual friend that brought you two together? I'm just trying to make sure you're not going to get um, murdered. We both do hair. You both I do hair. I both how- hair stylist. Okay, but how did he find you on Instagram to direct message you? Um just mutual friends like 
through hairstylist. It was really weird. Like, I followed him first, and I liked his stuff, but, like, low-key, I thought he was gay, because, like, most hairstylists are, <laughs> just saying. But he ended up not being gay, and he hit me up. And that's always so weird off, because, like, I'm not about DMs at all. Like, I think they're sketchy. I love them. I feel very flattered. I, I suggest everybody DM me right now. If you're out there, if you're listening, if you're an attractive man, if you're a cool girl, <laughs> DM me. If, if you're gay and you have a crush on me and you're a girl you have a crush on me, hey, I'm not gay, but I want to know you like me. I, it's, I'm just like one step away from dating women. I just don't want everybody, whoever you are, yeah, DM me. I am all about it. And I hope I were putting that out there because so many people DM me. But anyway. Here's the thing. So you had an awareness of him first. I'm just making sure I'm being your big sister here. You had an awareness of him first. Ne- then he became aware of you because you followed him. He DM'd you. He's yeah. not gay. And yeah. He, oh, my God. He, and now he's flying out to L.A. Are you, and you're staying with him? Well, I have, like, two friends who live in L.A., so they're, like, my backup. I have plans. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know okay. I, mean? I'm, I have backup I plans. Like, I'm smart. <laughs> <sighs> Oh God, I I get it. I'm I'm just okay. Good. I'm glad you have friends out there. Um, God, make sure they have the, his address. Make sure you call your mom. Are you, are you, are you? Does your mom or dad know you're doing this? Yes, they do. But that's why my mom was like, I need to talk to him before you go. And I was like, that's fine. Yeah, so I mean, we're giving please. like advice to everyone else who ever has gone through this. So. <laughs> yes. Anybody out there? Oh my God, man. Okay. As long as you don't get murdered, hey, call me. When do you go out there? Just like you can call me afterwards to let me know that you, you're not dead. Yes, I can. Well, I guess like, how should I get in contact with you? <laughs> no, I mean, call me during Boy Crazy Radio. But when do you when do you oh, go yeah. out there? And when do you, when do you return to Texas? Um, probably like in two three weeks. Probably between April fifteenth or the eighteenth is what I'm planning on. Okay. Well, I have your number here. I will call if you. I don't hear from you. If I don't hear from you, if I don't, if I don't hear from you, I'll find you. And I just want to make sure. Like, just be careful. Buy your own condoms. Don't go out there with no condoms. Be careful. I will not. Oh, God. I prefer you stay. I, okay. I'm, hello. I prefer that you stay with your girlfriends. Um. Yeah. Hello. And that way you have a safe spot. Yeah. Hello. Who, who is this? Oh, right now. Yeah. Or 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 yesterday. Whoever you want to be. Whenever. <laughs> Uh, yesterday, I didn't know I was just gonna show up. Uh, uh, just show up because I was trying to think of a question. I really was just gonna listen to the show, but um, what what are you guys talking about right now? Because I didn't listen to that much so far. Well, we just started the show tonight. It's just me. I have no guests on. It's me. My name's Alexi. Uh, have you ever listened before? Uh, no. I was trying to do a conference call with my buddy. Um, if I listened to no, but I've I've seen like some of uh, your videos. Like uh, some, you made some good points. Uh, so I decided to call in see what you guys are talking about. Oh. Well, get your, well, listen, get your friend uh, on conference call. I'll come back to you in a few minutes. I'm going to talk about my trip to New York this week and, like, the things that happened and whatever, and then uh, and I'll come back to you, and then hopefully it'll be, like, a party of you, me, and your friends. Okay, cool. I feel excited about that. Oh, this feels good. This does not feel bad. This feels pretty good. Okay, great. Um, All right, so phone lines are open, 646-378-0649. Boy Crazy Radio, I'm here to save lives. I've already uh, helped two people dramatically, uh, or or not even not even one person slightly. Um, okay, anyway, so listen, this past Friday, I went to New York, New York City, Big Apple. <laughs> oh, my God, sorry, that made, that made me laugh, obviously. Um, I wonder if I have to stop laughing so hard at all my own jokes. Probably, but it's really hard. So I went to New York to do two different jobs, all right? I got flown out 
this is a brag. I don't mean to be so braggy, but this is what I experienced. So how fucking dare you? I'm just telling you what happened. So a Glamour magazine flew me out to New York to do some weird, I didn't really quite understand it either, but it was like a short film thing for, for their like Glamour magazine channel where they wanted me as a single girl, single Alexi who writes about love and dating and sex and whatever and flirting and makes videos about all that stuff and and uh, has a blog and a podcast. They wanted me, this person, to to talk about, be filmed talking about love and where we're at in society and what it all, you know, as far as dating is concerned with Tinder and, and uh, you know, technology and all these apps and online dating and all this stuff, which I don't do. I don't, I'm not on Tinder. I went on it three times for 20 minutes or 30 minutes at a time and then deleted it every single, after every single time, except one night I forgot to delete it, and the next day my all my friends sent me, like, screen grabs that they got from other friends that found me on on Tinder. Oh, man, it was really embarrassing. But um, whatever, they were on it. They were on it to see me on it. It was a mistake. I fell asleep. I didn't delete it. Um, and I'll talk about how I feel about Tinder in a moment. But uh, so to, they filmed me talking about all this stuff, technology and, and all, all whatever. And, um, and then they wanted me to make a list. Like if they wanted me to get really, really logical and practical and specific about making a list of what I'm looking for in my next uh, boyfriend or whatever. So I was like, okay, because, you know, they, everybody tells girls you're supposed to make this list. It's really ridiculous, like very detailed potentially arbitrary list of like what the perfect guy would be. Um, so I, I was like, cool. I'm being flown out to New York. Glamour magazine is cool uh, or whatever. And I would love to yeah, okay, cool. And I'm in a hotel. It's fantastic. I will be, you can film me talking about this shit that I would probably talk about to my own photo booth alone at night in my apartment with my cat. Um, so I talk about all the stuff. I answer all the questions about what I think I want in the guy. Um, you know, heights and what does he do and what's the age range and blah, blah, blah. Like, like does he smoke? Does he drink? What is it? Is he, you know, with styles? Blah, blah, blah. There's all this, like, ridiculous shit that girls do think about. Um, and then they, their job was to find that guy. Find that guy for me and then set me up on a blind date with him later that night. And, and then they were going to film the blind date and then the next day do a recap of me talking about my experience. So, I, I, you know, I'm going to Instagram photos of this wall that they made me write on where I, and I fill in all the, the questions on this huge wall and it's like, you know, whatever. It's very cute. And me writing with a marker pen on this white wall, filling in all the blanks underneath, like, with all the topics, like, you know, what is he, does he smoke? Does he drink? Blah, blah. Uh, anyway, um, so I have, like, a three-hour break in between shooting my take on, on relationships and what I'm looking for and then the actual blind date. So I went, to the, I went to the Museum of Modern Art. It was Saturday. It was on a Saturday. And uh, it was very hectic at the museum. But my God, just an aside, for anybody and everybody who's single or not single or just like people watching or cool faces or just wants to fall in love or have a makeout or whatever you want, out there who likes to live oh my god go to a museum on a saturday it's insane especially like one in new york or I, oh my god the, the, oh, fuck especially for i mean I'm, forgive me for saying demo 
But uh, I believe my demo of American Apparel, uh, whatever, like Urban Outfitter, Nasty Gal wearing people, girls with bangs, listening to the show, you'll fucking freak the fuck out. You too, guys wearing dark denim and white tennis shoes or, and uh, whatever, APC or Levi's or whatever the fuck you're wearing. Not to be racist or whatever I'm telling you you are. But um, the people were the cutest. I could not believe it. I could not believe it. I, who gives a fuck about the art? I just wanted to look at all the, the cool faces. The cool outfits, the German tourists, the, the hipster Germans. Like, it was insane. Like, the Japanese kids. Like, ah, it was, it was mind-blowing. I thought, oh, my God. Last time I, I went to the Museum of Modern Art, uh, to, last time I went to MoMA, I was with my ex-boyfriend. I mean, he was my boyfriend at the time. But uh, I think we were, like, I think I had a UTI uh, at, when I was there last. And uh, we were probably, like, getting over a, a fight and, you know, prepping for a new fight. And this was a drastic, dramatic difference in my experience at MoMA because I was single, not looking for anything, not looking for anything. I'm not even trying to have sex or make out with anybody, but just knowing that I can, I can look at people, I can move through the museum on my own at a faster pace even and see everything that's going on in the museum more quickly than I could when I was there with my ex. It just was such a great feeling, and these outfits and these faces and this, you know, enthusiasm for life, and even the dumb shit that came out of some of the people's mouths when they were like, you know, critiquing the art out loud in public. Oh, which is like the most. I mean, that's just I can't handle it. It's just it's too much. But you know, it was entertaining. I got to walk by and silently judge them. Anyway, so I went to MoMA after the first part of the glamour shoot. Then at night, uh, I. I have to be. I, I was filmed walking around New York uh, on my way to the date, which is kind of ridiculous because the date was taking place in the uh, in the restaurant of the hotel I was staying at, and they almost tried to make me look out at the Hudson River, like as if I was like pondering life and what it all means and getting ready for my big date. But I was like, I don't want to do that. You said this is supposed to be authentic to me and who I am, and I don't want to do that. Ugh. And uh, and uh, then I go in, and I see the back of the, the dude's head, and he's wearing a cashmere or some kind of beach cotton. I don't know. That's neither here nor there. A navy blue sweater. And I wanted to walk up behind him and say something like, you know, I didn't know what my move was supposed to be. I didn't even realize this was really happening. I was like, okay, we're doing this. But, like, it really didn't dawn on me that we were doing this. So I wanted to say something cool like, you know, like sneak up behind him and put my hand, my crazy big hand on his back and be like, this is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. Or like, you know, who are you texting? I'm right here. Or I don't know. But uh, instead, I just put both my hands on his back and said nothing and then like stopped touching him immediately and sat down and looked at his face. And he was, oh, God, you guys, it was so weird. It was just so wrong. It was so wrong. It was like he he was lovely and he's a handsome guy, but he was like an Abercrombie dude. Do you know what I mean? He was like a jock and I was like the goth girl or something in high school. Like, and I kept referring to myself as a monster and I immediately told him that like the state was completely wrong and we're not meant for each other. And uh, I told him, oh God, it was just so fucking wrong. And Yeah. And then he, he ordered veal. I was like, yeah, order whatever you want. We'll share it or something, you know, a starter. He ordered veal. 
he asked me if I was a feminist for whatever reason. I said yes, and then he asked me if that means that I hate men, and I was like, oh, my God, I do right now. Um, then he's an actor, and then I found out he's 23, and my age range was 27 to 52 or whatever. 27 to 50, but, like, 52 if, if the guy's uh, very successful and fit, but mainly successful. Anyway, so it was just all wrong. What, what else happened? Oh, man, just so many things. This was not a perfect match. And the name of the piece is called Perfect Match. So, listen, I'm going to get back to the phone calls. I'm just trying. I'm, I'm, like, barely mustering up the energy to, like, talk about this experience. But uh, it was bizarre. I realized I don't like blind dates. Especially with people who, yeah, especially, like, I, I would go out on a blind date with a guy if I had never met him, but at least he knew anything about me and already knew what I looked like and maybe thought I was cute and was, like, you know, wanting to go on the blind date because that would mean, like, I have a little bit of power in the situation because at least he thinks that I'm kind of cute. In this situation, this guy had no idea what I looked like. I had no idea what he looked like. He didn't even fit everything I said that I said thought that I wanted in a guy. Um, and then it turned out he had a girlfriend. At the end of it, it turned out he was an actor. And I said I didn't want to date actors. He's a 23-year-old actor who has a girlfriend and had to have the makeup artist cover up his hickey. Meanwhile, I mean, meanwhile, nothing. Anyway, that's uh, that was my experience going to New York to be set up on this bizarro blind date for Glamour magazine. But I'm excited to see how they cut it together and make me not seem like a crazy asshole. And, uh, and uh, you know, I don't know. Okay, we're back with this guy, with his friend, maybe? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, Scorpio. That's Gemini right there. Yeah, I'm Gemini. Gemini? Okay, Gemini and who? <laughs> well... Yeah, we're well. I'm kind of into the uh, into the astrology, like not too much to where like I don't read the horoscopes every day. You know what I mean? Um, and all that. Or I don't really like oh, like as far as the compatibility and stuff like that. I think there's some truth to it, but I don't I don't like subscribe to it to the point where like there's certain people that you know they like really can't date certain types. You know what I mean? Yes. How are we talking about this? What's, wait, I just want to know who I'm on the phone with. So Gemini and who? Oh well, that, these are like our these are like our nicknames. You know what I mean? We've been I've been calling him Gemini for over 15 years. Well, what's your name? You can call me Scorpio. Oh man, I'm a Scorpio. oh man, I'm an Aquarius. You can call me Aquarius. Are you really? Just, okay, yeah, cool. Just call me Lexi. Oh. Just call me Lexi though, because like that's Lexi. My name. <laughs> cool. Yeah. All right. Yes. Well, I figured out <laughs> what it was. I figured out what it was. It wasn't really a what? question. I don't know or advice or what, because I've I've listened to. Uh, all kinds of podcasts about, you know, different stuff like that. Um, and I, I really, I feel like I've given up on like trying to actually figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, cause there's always every, there's always just when you think you figure it out, there's like something new or there's some completely different situation where you're like, well, damn, you know, I didn't cover this one yet. Oh, can we cuss or no? Oh yeah, for sure. Keep going. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah. So anyway, uh, long story short, there is a girl, and uh, we were cool. We went on a couple dates, and we hung out maybe, like, just about every day for a couple weeks. Uh, and what was it? Okay, well, how it kind of quote-unquote ended. <laughs> it, well, it, it basically ended. Is that, all right, it had something to do with, like, I guess a guy friend of hers, you know. And, like, I, honestly, I don't mind her having a bunch of guy friends. Like, I'm cool with that. And, um, but, okay, it was like that. She went from being, like, super, super cool to us kicking it every day. And we were hanging out to, like, okay, 
the guy friend came over one time, and it was cool, and he left, and she's like, oh, okay, he's gone, yeah, yeah, he stayed for a while, and then he left, and then uh, one day, I was coming to get some stuff or whatever that I had left over there, and normally she'll call or text or whatever, and we'll yada, 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 and then I'll come over, uh, but this time, we were just calling, we were just, <laughs> we were just texting, and, um, but she didn't necessarily say, oh, come over, I just showed, I just showed the hell up. Uh, and, uh, so then he was over there. So the guy was over there and I'm like, okay, you know, no problem. I, I, I wasn't really mad or nothing. I was just like, well, I'm just sitting on the couch. I'm chilling. So we're like, and she's like in the middle, you know what I mean? And it was just kind of awkward, I guess. I, it wasn't really awkward for me, but her, like ever since then, it was like her whole, like from that day, like her whole personality, like basically changed like that whole other side. I don't know what the hell. Uh, came out to the point where it was like she just like acted like she didn't know me, didn't want me, don't touch me, get the hell away from me, and like ever since <laughs> I had been coming over, yeah, ever since I've been coming over after that, it was kind of like I was like unwelcome type shit, you know what I mean? When like before that, it was like we're damn near peas and carrots and shit. So I, on one hand, I'm like I tell everybody, well not everybody, but like I'll, I'll go to the bar or something and just I'll just throw it out there to see what people think because um, on one hand. I don't regret it, and then, like on the other hand, I kind of do because like, yeah, we were really cool. But the fact that she completely like did like a 180 is like, well, damn. Maybe it's better I did it earlier than find out this. I mean, like literally, like she went to like from like us kicking it every day to like she was like, oh, I don't know you type shit. Like it was like, okay, oh, I don't okay. know you. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's here's the thing though. So it's because you showed up at her house unannounced, and she was dating other people, and you guys were in boyfriend and girlfriend. And you showed up out of the blue, and it made her. Made her feel weird. Weird. I, I I don't understand why you guys hung out afterwards. Like you guys continued to hang out, and she wanted to hang out after that happened. Yeah, you think she should have never talked to me again? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just trying to start trying to shed some light and understand why she may have turned so drastically. What I want to know is, after you showed up unannounced that one time. Yeah, we we kept uh, hanging out. You did. We kept talking and stuff. Yeah, we kept hanging out. Well, like, again, I still had stuff over there. Uh, we kept hanging out. Uh, it was just, she was just different. It was just like, uh, okay, for instance, uh, <laughs> okay, this is really funny. Because, okay, like she, oh, God, and she has a guy roommate to, to throw another little uh, fucking spin on the whole thing, is that she has a guy roommate, right, that she used to bang. Um, and uh, uh, so I guess, you know, bang. Don't yeah, I guess that's the worst. I, I hate the phrase bang. It's the worst. Don't say that. And she used to make sweet, passionate love to you. How about that? With some Barry yeah, White so and some. Uh, <laughs> she used to put on some. Uh, she used to put on some Marvin Gaye and some Gerald Levert, you know, with some candles and shit. Is that better? <laughs> That's so much better. Where, where is this going? What's the question? Um, I was just gonna say, well, the whole guy roommate thing. Um, what was it? Well, okay, well, he, that's the thing. He doesn't have a bed, and sometimes he'll sleep in her bed, and uh, sometimes he'll sleep okay. on the couch. And right, so like, and that was the other thing. When I first was going over there, like, I didn't like my like maybe the first day I slept on the couch. Like sometimes we'll sleep in a bed, some uh, times I'll sleep on the couch. Uh, um, but anyway, the thing was after that, I was I would sleep in her bed, but it'd be like on some like oh don't touch me type shit, and I'm just like what? Or like I would just have my arm over, her and she would like freak out, and I'm like what? It's my fucking arm. She's like oh my god, you're on top of me, and I'm like it's my fucking arm. I'm just lay I'm like it's like the natural position of the fucking body, like my arm just lays there, and she's like oh my, she's like but it's still you, and I'm like okay, so it just went from that to like. So I'm like all this only I'm like all this just because I showed up uh unannounced, which again, like I said, um I don't know if it's really going anywhere. I mean I was just like to hear what you have to say, but 
I don't. I mean, it's pretty much over at this point. Uh, I think. I think yeah. whatever's going on with her, all that all that you need to know is the fact that she got super weird. You don't even have to know what the root cause of it is. She's getting weird. She's dating other people. Uh, sounds like she's like got no boundaries with the. There's a dude, other dude sleeping in her bed on the couch. All these, you know, she's dating other people. It just seems really unclear and no boundaries yeah. and confused. And if she's backing away and being all weird with you and like you know, hot and cold, then fuck it, then move on and meet some cool girl who's, like, totally oh, yeah. into you and it's just I'm just clear. wondering, you know I mean? yeah, I know. See, my thing was, okay, do you think it's dumb that, like, say, um, like, obviously I went over there, like, my own free will, obviously I went over there, but um, do you think it's dumb if um, a guy would want to see how loyal a girl is by doing something like that? Yeah, that's fucked up. I have to tell you, if a guy did that to me, and that happened to me one time with a guy, like even when I was like fighting with him on the phone, and I said, you know what, I need some space, like, and he and he showed up. That was a different situation. But any time, but I did not like that. Never to anybody's house. Never show up on yeah. his That's fucked up, especially, you know, already that's weird because it's like, you know, you gotta respect people's space. You don't know who knows what they're up to in their house, even if they're just fucking under the covers watching television or they're sick or. Or they're tired. You know, your home is your sanctuary. You just want to, like, just fucking lay low. And it's respectful to call ahead of time and make a plan. Like, that's that's one thing. But also, if you're going over there because you want to test the person's loyalty and you want to see what, what they're up to, that's even... Well, no, no, no. It wasn't like that. It wasn't like I was you going over that. like, oh, I want to see... Well, yeah, but not, not to see if she was, like, messing around to where, like, oh, there's this other guy. I'm so angry. It wasn't like that. It was just a simple fact that, um, like, okay, he couldn't say, for instance, he wasn't there, yada, yada, yada. Like, uh, it wouldn't have made a difference whether he was there or not. It was just her personality. Like, uh, just to see if she was, like, because, like you said, like, she's, like some people are a little bit uh, hot and cold. I, would just, I was just surprised because she was just so, I would say hot all the time because she, she's airy. She's an airy, there's no pun intended. But okay, um, okay. it's just like some, I, yeah. I get that. I get all that, but here's the thing, though, like, to test somebody to see how they're going to respond to you just showing up, that's fine if you're ready for the fact that they very well might not be into right, it. Right, yeah. And, most people, and, and I know for me, like, if you showed up unannounced, I'd be like, okay, like, it doesn't really work for but me. Like, like, I don't really like But is it like that? I don't that, like that. Is it, do you have, like, a, like a say, uh, like a time sort of frame on when that's even – uh, relevant, where, like, obviously, yeah, two weeks is not much, and it's not really dating, it's not really boyfriend, yada, 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 so it's pretty much irrelevant until, do you have, like, a certain time frame in, like, uh, where I'm, like, it, or is that mutual, where you're, like, loyal to a guy, but not, and, I'm, and then when I mean loyal, I don't mean loyal as in not even seeing other people, I mean just being consistent, being the same way that you always were, you know what I mean, like, I don't, I don't mean loyal into, mm-hmm. I know, I guess if she turned around there and did that to you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, how would you feel? I would, I would be the same. I, I would be the same much. person. I would no, be the same, the person. same person. You're not, you're not talking about the same person. Here's the thing. If you're talking about it's, it's her mood towards you and her attitude towards you going to remain yeah. the same and going to stay consistent. But here's the thing. You presented her with a new part of the puzzle. You presented her with a That's new true. side to yourself. And and she's responding how she I mean who knows really what's going on with her we, who really knows like nobody really knows but if this is all the information we have at at, at hand right now that means that like Boy. yeah presented her with this aspect of yourself this this uh, thing you did and that's what she did with it she didn't like it she kind of turned off it made her like 
she didn't respond well to it, and she's allowed to do that. But is that is that somebody. does that go into but that does that go into like games and stuff like that? Like uh, like does that go into like head games? Because again, and it was yeah, one thing like, too is like, oh what? Like well no, like there's that logical side, but then I'm wondering if that goes into games because like I've said I've done it before. There's an older lady I'm talking to. And I don't know if it's an age thing or what, but the older lady I've been talking to, I've been talking to her for three years. And I've done stuff like that before, not showed the hell up, but I mean, I've, she was going through like a divorce and she was seeing some other guy and I'd be all like probing all into that. Not that I even care, but just to see like, you know, not that I even care, but like, cause it's kind of like, yeah, it, it, it does look like you said to her, this one aspect of it, but it's kind of like, uh, even if I was, which I'm really not that possessive, clingy type of guy, but that's even if I was, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know that's what it looks like. But like I'm saying, like some girls, for instance, the one that I've been talking to for like three or four years, is still been the same. Like, there's pretty much, I mean, she's still been the same as she was three years when we first started talking to like now. And, listen to me. Mm-hmm. But listen to me. You're talking. You're talking about your experience with this one girl. She responded a certain way. We don't know why. It could yeah. might not even have anything. Might not have anything to do with the fact that you showed up. Could be she ended up like. Her heart could have closed off towards you. She could like a different guy more. Life happens. Weird shit happens. You don't know. You can't even try to get in her head and know what happens. All you can pay attention to are the signs. She's not vibing you yeah. as much as she used to. You know what I mean? So, and you've got to go mm-hmm. for things that flow. Like, go go for things mm-hmm. that flow towards you that are easy. It shouldn't be such an effort. It shouldn't be so difficult. Like that That's what I'm saying. Like, right. Right. Like, yeah, it shouldn't gonna... be. It shouldn't even be. Go ahead. Oh no no I I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up this call. So I'm gonna read some emails that okay. are coming in and take, take other phone calls. But yeah, but I'm just saying like it should be way easier, and you just have to like yeah. I think she just flow a lot more easy, and I mean you can do yeah. It shouldn't even be like a yeah. It shouldn't even yeah. be like a like a head game and stuff like that. Yeah, so. like, well, thank you. I feel like Gemini. I feel like Gemini agrees. Yeah. I feel like he's got my back. I feel like he. What do you think, Gemini? Yeah, he does. Yeah, so, I mean. Cause I'm the I'm a, I'm I'm a laid back. You know what I'm saying. I like to fix dinner for a female. You know what I'm saying, and because I just got back in a single game. I was married, you know what I'm saying, for 11 years, and then I turned around there and found out that my uh, my wife was pregnant, and I thought the baby was mine, and it turned around, and it was another guy's, and we got three kids together, you know what I'm saying, uh, nine, 11, and 13, and um, you know what I'm saying, we had to, I had to break that off because it was just, you know. I found out that you know she had been messing around for for a minute, and I I didn't I never knew, knew what was going on because it was um, like she controlled the money and always say say um, that oh the, we had to pay these bills this bills and and I was always broke home with the kids and shit you know what I'm saying and so I really didn't know what was going on and so you know now I'm back in the uh, the um, you know what I'm saying the single life, single life. and 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 uh. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I just, you know, I'm the type of laid back. I, I'm I'm a romantic type of guy. You know, likes to fix dinner. You know, have a nice conversation. Well, you, you, you know, sound, and, uh, you sound lovely. Ahead. I think here's, I think both of us, here's what you need to do. You need to make sure your friend, I don't know who's Gemini or Scorpio anymore. I think you're I'm Scorpio. Scorpio. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm Gemini. Gemini is the guy I'm going to talk to you right now. So listen, you're newly yeah. single. You need to skip, you need to stick with, with Scorpio. You need, to, you need to stick with him. You guys need to look for new girls together. Be each other's wing people. Both of you should probably get on Tinder, even though I'm That's not. That's what I told him. <laughs> get on Tinder. Get on Tinder, and both of you don't show up at any girls' houses unannounced. But here's what I think. Thank you for calling in the Boy Crazy Radio. Um, man, that took us on a turn. I didn't even know what Gemini. I mean, was that Gemini or Scorpio? Gemini. Okay. Uh, area code seven zero one. 
You're on Boy Crazy Radio. Phone lines are open, 646-378-0649. It's an advice hotline. Except the set of doctors Drew, you got me, your cool new big sister who wants to listen and give you cool advice. I mean, good advice, but also probably cool. Area code 701, you called, you're here. Say something. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> yes, it's you. What's your name? Hi. Did you I get, oh, my God. I got through. <laughs> yes. I like you. Hi. This is this is Zane. I'm from North Dakota. Well, tell me everything. How old are you? And where uh, you're calling from? North Dakota. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 25. I'm living in a up here in North Dakota. It's fucking amazing right now. Um, super nice weather. Not freezing outside like usual. <laughs> I'm well, just both surprised I actually got through. You got through. What's going on in your love life? And how is the sound quality of the show? Shitty as usual, or what? <sighs> What's that? Is the sound quality of the show shitty as usual or slightly not shitty? Uh, it sounds good. You sound like you're underwater, but I can hear you. <laughs> I'm not underwater, everybody. Maybe I am. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, what's going on with you? Oh, not much. I decided to give you a – I just was going through my Twitter and seeing that you're broadcasting tonight. So I thought I'd call in. Never, ever done anything like this before, so this is the first story. <laughs> well, are you on? are you on the Tinder – no, I'm not on Tinder. <laughs> no, wait. So that's okay. So let's talk about this for a moment. Why are you not on Tinder? Because I feel like everybody's trying to bully me into being on Tinder, and everybody's like, Tinder, Tinder, Tinder. I don't want to be on it. But then I find myself bullying my friends who are single and not dating at all. I try to bully them to being on Tinder. Now, are really? you in a relationship? I just seen this video, actually, um, from Soul Pancake. I don't know if you've heard of that, but they're doing a whole special about Tinder. I literally just watched it like five minutes ago, and that's how I found myself on Twitter. I was like, I'm getting bored of YouTube, so I'm going to go to Twitter, and I see, hey, Lexi Watts is well, on the show tonight. What, what is the name of it? What's this video that you're talking about? What's, what's the name of it? Oh, it's this little pancake. Oh, God, I can't remember the name right now. Rain Wilson, I think, is the one who makes it, but it's basically just a whole spiel of love and life and relation, basically just, you know, love and life put together and just putting, oh, God, just a whole slew of just different people all walks of life. But one of the ones they did was a study on love, and it was all about Tinder. They People that have just lost all hope in love, all hope in romance, and they decided to put them on Tinder for 15 minutes just to, you know, maybe see if that gets more optimistic. Turns out that it did. So I was like, well, maybe I should look more into this because I personally love love. I, I've been dating this uh, amazing guy for the past two years, and I just happened to look across it, and I was like, maybe I should give some more advice. To my, if any love advice to give, I would say everyone needs to get on Tinder. That's all I can say. <laughs> you know what? I totally agree, because I have, like, a few girlfriends who are, like, amazing and cool and really want to be in relationships, but they, they're they not, like, loudmouths like, like I am. Like, I, I, you know, I put myself out there in such a major way on the Internet. I really don't need to go on something like that, I feel like, because, you know, I don't know. I already I do enough. Uh but, yeah, I keep telling them, it's, it is amazing because the, tw- the three times I went on it for 20 minutes at a time, I was, like, blown away by how, how many people there are, how cute the people actually are on there. And it's addictive. It's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. I had no idea. It's just, like, it was crazy. <laughs> I know. Well, ever since I've, um, every time I read your articles, I read you, I was going through Nylon one day. I think it was back in 2009. And I just happened to see you. You're, like, one of the it girls. And you're, like, Little picture of you, I seen. I read your article and I said, 
wow, it's like, I love this chick. Cause like, she kind of just sounds exactly how I would go about telling my friends about if they want to go, you know, meet a guy or they want to, they all ask me like, how do you do it? Like, what do you do? And I'm like, you talk to the guy, you go out and do it. Honestly, it's like, maybe it's just say, it's like, maybe I'm just so brash that I would just go out and do something like that. And, you know, and it's really not, it's like, I really don't know how to give advice because I always sound like I'm coming off like the biggest, like asshole about it. I'm just like, what is wrong with you? Just go out and talk to a guy. Go out and all my guy friends, I'm like, go out and talk to a girl. Everyone needs to go out and just, you know, talk. Just go out and put yourself out there. There's nothing wrong or nothing right about doing about it. Just do it. So I said, I think the only relationship advice I can literally give anyone now is just get on Tinder as of 10 minutes ago. That's <laughs> the new motto of life right now. Get on Tinder immediately, like 10 minutes ago is what he says. This is fantastic. And you're yeah. Zane? Yeah, Zane. <laughs> Zane, okay, and so I, I've already Googled this thing, soulpancake.com, and you have to look up uh, whatever the thing is about love that uh, that Rain Wilson did, right? Yeah, it's a, whatever it is. Like, um, there's a million different things they do. It's not specifically just love. It's just basically, like, life general. I was like, but it, it I just couldn't get over it. It's just, it's on YouTube. I think it's called the Love Experiment or something like that. I don't know. I don't have to go back and look at it, but... Yeah, I just saw it, and it was all about this Tinder. They just, and I just, I don't know. I have to get on it. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. Maybe not get on. Um, thank you for being a gay man who loves me. I appreciate that because you know, I hope <laughs> I, come, I, I hope I come back, uh, you know, in, in another life, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a gay guy because I feel like uh, those are the men I prefer. <laughs> those are the men. <laughs> those are the guys I prefer in general, and you know, that's the, the kind of guy I prefer to be. But whatever. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to read one of, read a letter, but thank you for thanks for inspiring everybody to get on Tinder at ASAP and for Soul, uh, Soul Pancake, the love experience thing after my, my podcast, radio show, or whatever you want to call this tonight. Um, phone lines are open. 646-378-0649 is the number. Oh, my God. I'm crashing from all the coffee I drank right before the show. Um, all right. I'm going to read an email sent to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject big sis. And this letter is from Stephanie. She says, hi, Alexi. You are the dream hybrid of everything all girls and boys need in life. And oh, thanks. And, they took, and it took me too long to discover the genius of your blog, Website of Treasures. Well, thank you very much, Stephanie. Well, I don't even need to read anymore. This is amazing. This is all I need to see. All right, so let's seriously get to your question. <clears throat> All right. So, Alexi, this is my relationship problem that has been gnawing at my 21-year-old angst-soaked psyche. Since I was 17, I've had a very, very good male friend named Parker. Parentheses, I've changed the name. He was popular and easygoing. I was the new girl and crazy. We met at the town library and eventually became super close. It made our significant others uncomfortable close. Then we traveled to Germany in the Czech Republic after high school closed. Nothing romantic or physical happened, though it occasionally did come up. I was anxious about entering college a virgin. We talked about doing it, and he seemed to, uh, oh, and he would talk about how much he loved me, etc. We, we had a few things in common. Oh, no, we had few things in common, but we always clicked, and I was amazed at how easy it was to talk to him and how much he cared for me. But most of the time, it seemed I did, that I didn't reciprocate the feelings back. To be honest, I think I liked the idea of having a platonic friend who flirted with, with the idea of being with me. 
We went to different colleges, and he visited me a couple of times while I was at school. We joked about going to school together and him transferring. He talked seriously about living together after he graduated. He applied to transfer into the same college, but was rejected. He visited me again, at which point we had a huge falling out. From what I remember, he slept with my nemesis. My pride took over. He called a cab and left early. I haven't spoken to him since. And I found out recently he deleted me off Facebook. I want to reconnect, but I'm not sure how to go about it. I had a short chat with him over Snapchat. I made the first move. But he didn't seem interested in continuing the conversation. Is there any way I can make amends, or should I leave it and go forth and prosper? I always believed in changing friends as an organic process and that relationships are rarely stable. But something about the situation always finds a way to sink my heart, and I'd really like to try to fix it. Can you help me? XX, Steph. Well, Steph, first of all, thank you for your compliments up top with this email. It's very exciting for me. Second of all, um, let's get to your problem. Okay. I get it. This guy played a huge part of your life, all right? You love him. You care for him. But, and, and you felt safe in knowing that uh, he cared a lot about you. Uh, but ultimately, you know that you don't want to be with this guy. You just like the flirtation and the comfort and the coziness that, that his existence and friendship, that his, his friendship offered you. So came to see you. He slept with your nemesis or whoever this person was. You got pissed because he's your little boy toy. He's supposed to belong to you, I'm sure is what you're thinking. Because a lot of girls, we've all been in that situation where we have a guy that we think belongs to us, even though we don't like him but he's like our puppet or something or, or, you know, our, he belongs to us. And then if he like has puts his attention on some other girl, like God forbid he does that, you know, you're pissed. I get it. It's totally unfair and fucked up, but I get it. Um, listen, just leave it. Don't do anything. You made the first move to try to like fix your falling out and he's not really having it. You guys aren't together. You may never be together. You may be great friends. You may get together romantically in the future. But, but right now, you don't really have to solve anything. It is what it is, and time will actually make everything better. Let him just think about whatever it is he needs to think about, and he can put everything he needs to put in perspective in perspective. And you, yeah, go, you already answered your own question. Go forth and prosper. You don't, you, don't want this guy, you don't want this guy to be your boyfriend. And even if he was your boyfriend, which you don't want, remember that. Uh, he lives somewhere else. He's at a different school. Pay attention to your studies, hang out with your friends, make new friends, flirt with new boys, figure out what you want your life to be. And if this, whatever's going to happen with you and the guy, it will unfold naturally and it will totally like flow into whatever it's supposed to flow into. And it might not be anything, but like the ball's in his court, you know? And if a year from now or six months from now or around Christmas or Thanksgiving, you're still thinking about him, you can always send, like, a, you know, happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, what happy birthday, whatever event comes up first, you can all, and you're still thinking about him, you can always send one of those text messages or emails or whatever. But don't force anything. Nothing should be so difficult. And oftentimes the answer is, like, do nothing. So I hope that helps you. Um, I'm going to get back to more things. Oh, here's one from Patricia. All right. Oh, good. There's something the, the, the whatever is done in the background. Did you hear that buzzer? Very exciting. Um, we have another email to me uh, from Patricia. 
Dear Big Sis, I've called before about some problems, but for some reason I kept going back to a guy that didn't appreciate me, and it's been going on for two years, almost three. We've been on and off, and uh, we've been off and on and talking. Oh, God, Jesus Christ, I can't read this. Okay, we've been off and on talking because I was finally done with him. But finally, a couple weeks ago, he kept saying we should hang out, and I knew it would be just meaningless sex. Now, after we hung out, he messaged me saying, we have nothing in common and goodbye. And I officially and officially blocked me from everything from everything. I've told him bluntly I just want to be friends with him because I see him as a best friend and I would rather be a friend than nothing. I really know I should not be friends, but he's the only guy I've ever opened up to. My best friend considers him my ex on and off boyfriend, even though we never officially uh or anything got together. Okay. I don't know. It was hard to read this email because uh, that's fine. I, I I got the gist of it. I understood. I filled in the blanks. There's a lot. There's a lot of missing punctuation and some grammatical things. But listen, I'm not perfect. Have you seen my writing on my blog on boycrazy.com? It's a fucking mess sometimes. But it's a little bit clearer than this email was. But Patricia, I'm glad you wrote in. Here's what I think. I think the advice to you is the exact same advice that I just gave to the last email uh, girl who wrote in via email. Do nothing. The guy, you think of him as the best friend, but he, he was rude to you. He blocked you from every kind of social networking thing, and he said you have nothing in common, and you know that all he wants from you is meaningless sex. Uh, it's, it's not happening. It's not happening. Stop going back to him. Figure out what, what's going on with you that, that you feel the need to win the approval and make things right with somebody who's not particularly nice or kind to you, or or just a good fit for you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mean to be so obvious, but, like, is this, is this about daddy issues? Does he remind you of your father? Uh, are you a people pleaser? Are you – don't don't try to make shit that's not working, and, and, that, and that's actually very difficult and stressful. Don't fight so hard to make it work. Believe you me, I tried to do that with a relationship I was in for, like, two years. Things, that's like the theme of the night, I suppose. Things should just flow a lot more easily than than we think things are supposed to be. I think a lot of people think, oh, it's okay if it's difficult. Things aren't, so, things aren't supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be difficult. That means it's passionate or everything's work, right? Well, listen, it's not, it shouldn't be work the first two weeks or three weeks or six months. And, and how much work, oh my, my God, like, Especially if the other person that you're wondering about is giving you big clues as to, you know, this isn't working, such as unfollowing you off of all of the social, you know, every social media thing, whatever, and telling you that you have nothing in common and just pretty much using you for sex and your friends say he's bad for you and you know in your gut because your intuition is telling you he's wrong for you, but you, you're still like wondering about it. Why? Why do you have such little self-worth? I'm not saying that to be mean or, like, chastise you or, or be rude or anything. I just want to get it through your head. Like, look at how someone's treating you. Why are you letting them do that? Why are you participating in that? Why do you think that's all you're worth? Why do you think that is all that you're worth? Why? It's so obvious. Is it because you're bored? Do you feel the need to hook into something and feel dramatic about something? Do you think that this is passion? 
Do you think that it's all a game and he doesn't mean what he's saying? Because when men speak, not to get gender specific, yawn, whatever, when men speak, they mean what they say, all right? Even if his actions are whatever, if he's kissing you or calling you or whatever, if a guy says, I'm never going to be your boyfriend uh, or whatever the guy says, but he calls you up and has sex with you, he's still never going to be your boyfriend. He probably thinks it's okay to have sex with you because he was clear with you and that you won't get mad at him. But we girls have a tendency, not all of us, but some of us sometimes, especially at some, some points in our life when we're young and we're learning and we're figuring it out, we don't understand about human behavior and how people interact with one another. Uh, we think, oh, I can change a person. Or, oh, but he said that, but he likes me. Look what he's doing. He's sticking a stick inside me. Well, that's not the case, okay? So decide what you, and back to the girl who just wrote in, but this is also for everybody listening, especially girls. Everybody, it doesn't matter. Figure out what you'd want for yourself. Figure out what works for you. Figure out what you do and you do not want to put up with. And then only pay attention to and date somebody who treats you the way you've made it clear to yourself that you want to be treated. You don't want an addict. You don't want somebody mean to you. You don't want uh, somebody who's rude to you in public or rude to waiters or, you know, or, or what, I don't know. I know I'm going off on this weird tangent. And list, but mainly, something, something I want to point out is listen to that little voice in your system called your intuition that knows from the get-go when something is not right, that knows immediately when something feels wrong and uncomfortable and bizarre and just, you know, it's your intuition telling you to run in the opposite direction or and that that person is not right for you and that it's not, it's not, it's not right. But so often we want to squash that voice. We don't pay attention to it. Like, oh, no, no, it's okay. He's smiling. He's smiling and saying nice things. I don't know why this little voice is saying, get out of here. You know, like, trust your intuition. Anyway, Patricia, I hope any of that helps you. Oh, man. Um, I am going to wrap up the show because it's 10.01 and I'm losing my voice. And I'm so glad to be back from New York. I love New York so much. It's great. I had a blast. I had a blast. I um, I really did. It was fun shooting the Glamour magazine thing. I'm, I'm excited to see how they cut that together, and I hope I don't look like a fucking ridiculous bonehead. Um, oh, my God. Uh, what are the other details I'm forgetting to mention of that date? Oh, yeah, he was an actor. The Veal, calling feminists women, women haters. I mean, man haters. Um, what else? Just like too young for me. I, I'm not trying to date a 23-year-old dude. I'll date a 27-year-old, not a 23-year-old. Not that that matters, but it matters. Um, but then another night I went out. That the right after that blind date, I went out uh, to meet up with a friend. He's a comedian. He's amazing. I want to have him on my podcast or radio show or whatever you want to call this bullshit. Uh, his name is Judah Friedlander, and he was so amazing. I met him. I met up with him and watched him do comedy at three different places. And it's, it was so great. He's an amazing comedian. He was on 30 Rock. He, he's hilarious. And uh, I saw him do comedy twice at the Comedy Cellar at two different shows. And that place is blown up because of Louie. So now it's like there's like a weird line around the block, like, like you're trying to get a hot dog at Pink's in Los Angeles. Um, 
anyway, so it was a joy to see him perform three times in one night. And then, like, Artie Lang was there and David Tell and all these amazing comedians. It was kind of, like, mind-blowing. Anyway, I'm going to get to this other call. Area code 323? You called in? 323? Yeah, you're on. Hi. Hi, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Six, and I'm calling from Los Angeles. You know, the crazy thing is I was just at Pink's. You were? Yes. <laughs> was it was it good? Was it worth that line? It's, to me, in my opinion, I think Pink's is very overrated, but my friend sitting next to me, she loves Pink. She swears by it. Yeah, I do. You know, I'm with you. I, I, I gotta, I'll, I'll go back. I do love hot dogs. They're great. But, like, sometimes I just go, come on, this is crazy. But what's going on with you? You know what? I have three other girls in the room, and tell me why all of us are, like, suffering from boy issues. <laughs> well, what, yeah, what are you guys noticing? What about boys? Okay. So, hi, my name is Tierra. I'm 22, and my relationship, I just feel like it's it's ending. I have a very overly obsessive boyfriend who just has attitude issues and just feels privilege that he needs to be around me 24-7 and I'm just not a clingy person like get off me and give me my space type thing so I'm trying to figure out ways to end my relationship because it's just suffocating should we call him on three-way same room (laughs) oh wait you and your boyfriend no we're not me and my boyfriend aren't in the same room so but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying we could call your boyfriend on on. Uh, oh, I know you guys are all in the same room. I get them. I'm saying should we call oh, your boyfriend on three way? Oh, snap! Would be great. <laughs> should we do that, or is that too weird? The thing is, if we do that, my phone is going to be blown up all night, and the next thing you know, he's going to turn stalker. <laughs> Not yeah, it's going to get weird. Well, here's. Here's yeah. the thing. I mean, you just have to, if, if you're over it and you don't even want to try to fix it, you just have to be clear and call him up on the phone or see him in person. How long have you guys been together for? Seven months. Seven months, and you're just, you're just over it, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. You are so over it. Okay, yeah, well, listen, he can probably feel you're over it, and the more over it you are, the weirder he's getting because he's like, what's going on? Hey, I love you. Like, what are you doing right now? Let's hang out. Um, that's yeah, see that. That's exactly what's happening. My thing <laughs> is we're en- engaged, and I'm just like, you know what? I I don't want to marry you. I don't. <laughs> You're engaged? You're engaged after seven months? Yeah. We got to get out of this right now. Oh, my God. You have to, like, call him up after the show. When we get off the phone, you got to call him up. And you just have to say, listen, we need to we need to talk. Let's meet up. Go to, like, the 101 Cafe on Franklin or wherever you are. I don't know. It's some place that's open all night. Like you can just go anywhere that's open all night and face-to-face and just go, I'm not feeling it anymore. I think you're so great. I, we had so much fun together. But, you know, I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to be irresponsible with your feelings. I Something in me has shifted. My heart's closed a bit. I just need to be single right now. I need to focus on whatever it is you need to focus on. But I do love you so much and I wish you well. But, you know, we're so young and I just can't do this. It's not working for me anymore. So just, I think that's what you need to say to him. That makes so much sense. Thank you. Do it. 
Yeah, you'll feel so relieved. Let me tell you, after you do that and you walk away, and also, by the way, tell him, go, you know what? Let's just both take some time to process this. So, like, don't be texting me. Don't call me up. And, like, I, this is how I feel. I, I need to sit with this, and I need you to sit with this. And just, like, you know, maybe we can talk later, but right now I just need, like, give me, like, a week. You know, we just need to, like, have a moment because we're not together anymore. And just that, that way maybe he'll respect your boundaries. And tell him, respect my boundaries. You know, like, it's too much. But anyway, that's how, what I think. I hope that helped. That really does. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, the same school. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, we do go to the same school. Oh, my God. Wait, yeah. you go to the same school? Yeah. Well, whatever. It's not like you're supposed to stay in the relationship for the rest of your life because you go to the same school. Like, whatever. Then just, you know, avoid him. Avoid him and be, you don't have to be nasty or mean, but just keep your head down, hang out with your friends focus on your work and just like, you know, actively avoid him in the kindest way you possibly can. Again, great advice. Ah! And I'm going to pass the phone on. Okay. Okay, so (laughs) the thing about my friend here, I think she also needs more advice because she did not tell you that she is a student government worker, right? And he oh. is a one of the very trolls to the student government and he also he always frequents the office. He just kind of practically lives there. So when she's trying to work, he comes in all of the time. Like just trolling. Oh. oh my God. But he has no business being there. He just does it to hang out with her. Yeah, I don't know why he's there. He's just He's just always there. Like, he lives there, he, and all he does is complain and just talks about how much the student government isn't doing anything, and then he, like, hangs there all the time. He uses everything that the student government offers, but then he complains that they don't do enough. Well, you know what's funny? Then maybe that's part of the thing she has to tell him when they meet up in person. It's like, you know what, and I'd appreciate it if you just give me your give me some space, and, and that means not hanging out by the student government office all the time because that's not respectful and I just need like some space. Like you know you're not you know you have no reason to be there except for me. So just like respect that. Or else I'm gonna have to you know and then and then if he does show up, then she can just tell tell one of the other people who works in the office, like a guy or something, to help out, you know? That would be awesome. <laughs> After- as for myself, I'm just dealing with a very weird, you know, not a weird breakup, but I'm just trying to figure out how the people, this is my very first breakup, and I just want to cope with it very easily, and it's just so rough, you know, I'm just so lonely, and I just want to cuddle with something, and Tinder sucks ass. No one ever tells me that Tinder sucks ass. <laughs> like, there's, like, nowhere for me to go, and I just want to cuddle with something. It's not fair. Life sucks. Oh, you know what, though? I totally get what you're saying, and I know that you want to listen. I just got out of a relationship, like, God, I thought it, it feels like yesterday, but it was, uh, oh, God, it was probably, like, four or five months ago. And, yeah, I was, like, crying all the time. I would be fine one moment, and then all of a sudden, like, a memory would hit me or a thought or an idea of, like, how in love I we used to be. And I would just fucking crumble and burst into tears, and I'd be at work. I'd be crying. It was crazy. Like, I know. I know. It's so rough. But here's the thing. Yeah, Tinder sucks. Stay off Tinder. You just have to do what you're doing. You're calling into 
podcast is called Boy Crazy Radio. You're hanging out with your girlfriends. You're you're convincing your other friends to break up with their boyfriends. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, like you know, you just and and the thing is, like, I know you want to cuddle with somebody because that would feel cozy. But right now, just get really into the idea of like being okay being alone because then then you're grounded. Then all of a sudden you're like, oh cool, I'm at home alone. Maybe you have a cat or a dog or I don't know if you have any animals or like you watch, but, you know, stay busy. Do you go to school? Are you in school? Yep. Okay, so you've got schoolwork to do. You've got friends. You've got family. You've got, you know, just fucking touch your private. Take, you know what I mean? Take baths. Take, take cold showers. <laughs> take, take showers. Take Epsom salt baths. Exercise. Go on long walks. Go on dates with guys you meet in, in real life, uh, if that even happens anymore. At Whole Foods, like meet meet guys, start conversations with guys in line at Whole Foods or in an aisle, or pretend you're looking for something and you know and ask for help. You know if you think, see some cute guy, like flirt, but you don't worry about like, yeah, I know, just I know you're alone in bed, you want to cuddle with somebody. You just have to like get a good book, watch movies all the time, stay busy, write lists of like all the shit you want to get accomplished in your life, and just get so solid being single and going to bed alone. That that way, like, it just makes you tougher and more badass. Because uh, it's actually really fun going to sleep alone. It really is. It's not so bad. It, it'll get better. Thank you for that. You know how, like, yeah. forget and really like to be alone, like, for some odd reason? <laughs> like, of course, of been, course. I've been alone. And so now I have to, like, acclimate to, like, that again. Like, I remember before I got in this relationship, I was just like, cool, I did whatever the fuck I wanted, and then I completely lost that, which sucks. Like, I want that before relationship thing back. No, you're going you're gonna to get it back, because this is the cool thing. Oh, my God, this is, I know, you feel like your arm's been cut off because you're in love, and you have this person, and you have somebody to check in with, and you have somebody to text every second to be like, oh, I'm at this thing, and you're sending photos to the person about, you know, what you're doing, and I get it. Like, you were rooted in something, and that person, that was another person. So now this is that weird middle ground where you get to use the breakup excuse. It's kind of cool. Every time you meet somebody and they go, hey, how are you doing? What's going on? You can be like, yeah, I'm just getting out of something. It's uh, it's crazy. Because that's what I, I did. It's so funny. I, I actually started really enjoying the, like, just getting out of something conversation because it, I don't know, it, it gives you, it's like almost like somebody died or something. Like you have the permission to be kind of like figuring it all out or you're a little bit emotionally unstable or you're sad or I don't know. Enjoy this yeah, weird period. That. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it's yeah. it's it's cool. It's like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna stay in, or or or, or, or I don't know. You can just use the excuse of just having gotten out of a relationship and enjoy this part, because then you're gonna get used to being alone, and then you're gonna love being single, and you're gonna you're gonna feel way really really solid, and then you're gonna fall in love with somebody else, and you'll you, you know, and you'll. You'll meet somebody who's worth doing it all over again for. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a cycle. No, but it's true. It's a bizarre thing. It's a cycle. It's like you're in love, then it's horrible. Then you're not in love anymore and it has to end. And then you're fucking, your heart's broken and you you feel horrible and you want to die and you feel like, oh, my God, what happened? I thought you loved me. I can't believe this. Like, I thought we are going to be together forever. I thought we we're gonna have a baby. Like we used to look in each other's eyes when when we're having sex. How can how is this over? What the fuck? Hey. Yeah. And then 
and then you're crumbled and you're alone and you feel horrible and you want to die and you just want to, you know, can't stop crying and you just, you have no energy. It's amazing. And you're so depressed and all this stuff. And then it's just a fucking crazy miracle. Then you're going to get back right back on your feet and you're going to love it. And then you're not going to want to be anybody's girlfriend because you're going to be like, ew, who are you? No, I'm actually good being single. I love to be able to go out with my girlfriends and do whatever the fuck you want. And then you're going to meet one guy who makes you go, oh, I I was really enjoying being single, but you're undeniable. Oh, cool. Okay, you're worth being scared and being vulnerable again. And, like, you're worth, like, you know, I have to be with you. So it's a whole weird cycle. And you're just just a one part of it. And it's exciting. I would love to feel the second part, the the back end of that. But I'm just like... (laughs) I can only see like so far, and I'm just like keeping hope alive. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I told. Here's what I had to keep doing. I had to keep so busy every single day, every night. Okay, who am I hanging out with tonight? Because the nights are the worst, right? You said what? I said nighttime is the worst, right? Yes. So listen, so you have your job and your school. That's yeah, the worst. So daytime, at least you have school and responsibilities and errands, and you got to make money and do your homework or whatever the fuck. Then nighttime rolls around, and you're like, you feel the loneliness and the emptiness and the missing part of you. So what you have to do is make plans every night. Like tonight you're with your girlfriend. Tomorrow you have to go see a movie, or you don't have to do anything that requires money. Cause who knows? If you're trying to save money too. You don't have to like think you have to spend money to keep busy. But yeah, hang out. Go to parties, go to bars, uh, just go to a friend's house, anything. Just constantly be making plans so you keep moving forward. Like that's why I I just have to like fill up every single day and just constantly be moving forward, doing things that scared me. Like I tried to do like stand-up comedy at like weird open mics in Los Angeles. Like just to be brave and be weird, like just do anything you haven't been doing that that makes you, you better and makes you grow as a human being that you haven't been doing. Will do. Will do. Anybody else over there need me help? Anybody else? I think the uh, other two are five. I think it's kind of tricky. Oh, man. Hello? Hello, are you good? Oh. Do you need anything? I think I'm good, and everybody else is kind of sleepy. But thank oh, you very God. much. <laughs> well, fantastic. Okay, everybody go to sleep. I love you so much, and thank you for calling the Boy Crazy Radio, and all of your hearts are going to be, oh, my God, this is great. So one of the girls, yeah, you're, you are going to be getting out of a relationship, and then you can join your single friend. You guys can stay busy together. This is great. This is great. Um, you'll have wing, your wing women or whatever, your wing person. Anyway, oh, Jesus Christ, guys. I'm going to wrap up the show. It's 10.18 p.m. on March 25th, 2015. You've been listening to Boy Crazy Radio. Tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, uh, boycrazyradio.com, sponsored by my website, imboycrazy.com. Uh, I think we're going to have a guest next week. I'm pretty sure we're going to have a band called Kid Cadaver on next week. Um, so that's exciting. Get ready to talk to some handsome band members, handsome male band dudes. I mean, God. That's my vice. Anyway, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Meerkat and whatever, Facebook, at Alexi Wasser. Uh, you can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. And um, you know what? 
I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. Got the club going up on the Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut and she choosing. Club going up. Club going up on a Tuesday. 
LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716 72 Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio. Reward card requires online registration.